men should act like men, and light beer should taste like beer. Uh, light beer, please. Sure. Do you care how it tastes? Nah, I don't care how it tastes. Okay, well, when you start caring, put down your purse and I'll give you a Miller Lite. Continuing. I don't care, I just got one of these. Well, that's the second unmanly thing you've done today. <laughs> Whoa, oh. that's not a Miller Lite. Oh, light beer is light beer. Um, no, Miller Lite has more taste. I'll strike two. One more, I'm taking your man card. Hi everyone, I'm Caroline King. And I'm Ashley Powers. And you're listening to Bitch Beer. What we want to do here at Bitch Beer is shine a light on the women who brew, market, distribute, serve, and love beer in the hopes that their stories will inspire the women and men who haven't taken the plunge. Craft beer doesn't have to be scary. Very rarely will you come across a gatekeeping hipster who asks questions like a troll who quizzes your nerd knowledge once he sees you in a Star Wars shirt. But why isn't it more openly female-friendly? Craft beer ads are rife with burly men lugging 50-pound bags of hops, and women make cameos as eye candy. To those on the outside, especially women, it can feel like a boys' club where no level of disguise will get us in. We hope by the end of this season you feel not only welcome, but unabashedly unafraid to drink craft. This week we sat down with Olivia Caldas from Red Hair Brewing in Marietta, Georgia. Olivia is another lady in beer who can't be given just one title and can be seen wearing many hats around the brewery. We could tell right when we walked in that the space was absolutely amazing for events before Olivia even said anything, and she got us super pumped for their anniversary party, which just so happens to be this weekend, August 17th and 18th. If hearing her talk about it gets you pumped, Guess what? You have a chance to win tickets to attend. Right now on our Instagram, at Bitch Beer Podcast, we're hosting a giveaway where one lucky listener will win four tickets. That's two tickets for each day. You and a guest can attend both days, or if you're busy one of the two days, you could be a great friend and gift your other two tickets. I'll be your friend. (laughs) (laughs) This giveaway is happening until this Thursday, August 16th at noon, where we'll announce the winner on our Instagram story, so you'll have a little less than two days to enter. But for now... Grab a pint, pull up a chair with us and Olivia at Red Hair. Thank you so much for doing this with us today. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I've been listening to y'all's podcast, so thank you. Thank you. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is my first time even like being in Red Hair and your spaces. So you were telling us you guys just like did some renovations since the law changed in September. Yeah, yeah. We totally just opened up the entire space, um, made it more of a relaxing feel for people to actually just grab a beer, hang out. More than just, you know, come in and get your six tastings and leave. <laughs> yeah. <And> so <laughs> Drink as much as you can in the yeah. lot of time. Go, go, go. <laughs> exactly. So we totally just renovated the space, which is also great for private events and things like that. So people book here a lot more, which is also really nice. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah, immediately. It feels very welcoming. Like you just want to chill and hang with your friends. And awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's what I love hearing. <laughs> and y'all have a lot of events here too. It's like mm-hmm. geared perfectly. Like there's like beer yoga and then you guys have like a beer, like flower arranging class and oh, yeah. like all kinds of cool stuff like Whoa. that. Whoa. I know, yeah. right? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, one of the things when I first kind of started here, I was like, I want to make as many events as I most possibly can, especially in the summertime. Like that's like prime time for going to breweries. And it's fun when you can go here and be like, oh, let me do something while I'm here. It's not just like, like a sit, drink beer, or listen to music, and have food. It's it's fun when there's some other engaging aspect to it. So we've always got like beer yoga. We have an artist week, so we bring in local artists too to display their art within the tap room. So cool. And then we've got the flower arranging class on Tuesday. So cool. We figured that was a great kind of fun Mother's Day gift. Yeah. We also recently did a brushes and brews class, so kind of 
kind of like a sips and strokes. Oh, so obsessed. we Love. had a pretty good turnout for that the first time we've <laughs> ever done it, and it was awesome. So, yeah, we're just bringing in more of that. And then we always have, like, larger parties, too, within the summer. Like, we have um, a luau that we you know, bring in barbecue and then have music and it's really animated. And then, um, our anniversary is also coming up in August. That's so. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, well, bitch beer listeners, mark that in your calendars. <laughs> yeah. Come to the anniversary party in August. I know, we'll have to come. That'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, tell us a little about you and your background. Like what got you into craft beer? Yeah. So, um, the two things I really love was always beer and dogs. And nice. so <laughs> I actually kind of got this job because I used to run fundraising events at different breweries where I would go to a different brewery and we would raise money for a different no-kill animal shelter. <gasps> and awesome. I did that for about a year and it was towards the end of my year I had one here at Red Hair and it was like not long after I got a call from Roger being like, hey, you know, we are like super just interested. We loved how you ran your thing. We just want to talk to you a little more. And I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Like, that would be amazing. And I always like craft beer. Um, I know, you know, in college, everyone kind of drinks, like, Coors and Bud Light and stuff like that. And then I quickly was like, I don't really like this. (laughs) So, and got out of that pretty pretty fast. And then I just love going to breweries. And it's, like, a fun thing, too. Me and my boyfriend, every time we travel, we always try to go to breweries. So it's just been always something I'm really been passionate about. So so getting a job here was like a dream for me. So that's awesome. Yeah. What was the first craft beer that you tried that you were like, oh yeah, that other stuff, not for me? Um, The first beer, craft beer, I would probably say was uh, Three Taverns a Night in Brussels. Ooh, that's a good one. That was my first like real love for craft beer. I used to get that and then the Monday Night Fu Man Brew. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. So those are my, my top two go go to's so <laughs> yeah love it nice so you guys are like a fairly newer brewery I did not realize you've only been open since 2011 yeah so we actually were also one of the first five breweries that opened in uh Georgia which is really cool because now there's almost 50 it's crazy and um for us to still be around for like seven years and we're like you can find your beer just about anywhere we sell in um Mercedes-Benz and the SunTrust Park as well as the uh, you know, Georgia State Stadium, the not-so-new stadium, but we're there, too. So it's kind of cool that you can kind of find us a little bit of everywhere. Yeah, because you guys feel like mm. such a staple in, in the city already. Mm-hmm. So, like, so only, like, seven years, you think, you know, such a staple, you've been open forever, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it, it's nice, too, because we're always doing something new, despite how long we've been around. So yeah. it's kinda, it's That's awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. I feel like you guys have a pretty good variety of beer now. Like, what? how have, have you guys evolved since you started in 2011? Like, what beer put you guys on the map and then kind of led to what you guys are doing now? So the one thing that the owners... Um, when opening the brewery, they really wanted to make sure that we did is make approachable craft beer, beer that people wanted to drink, not just, you know, something super ridiculous and out there that people wouldn't be afraid to try. So it's nice that we have quite the variety. We have, you know, your craft light lagers, your lagers. We've got the SPF 5050, which was, I think, kind of a huge driving force for us because it was uh, something different. It was, you know, that Rattler, it was a light, great drinking beer. And it was originally just a seasonal thing, but it did so well in the market. It became a year round thing. And now we have a variation of that with Tangerine. So it's nice that 
we have such a variety of stuff. You know, we've got stouts and, and all that other stuff. And we do do the also fun, more different craft stuff, which is nice too. So we literally have something for everyone, which is, I think, my favorite part about the type of beer that we have here. And then we also recently just opened a second location in North Carolina. Oh, nice. where? It's, um, it's a small town called Shalote. Okay. It's right in between Myrtle Beach and Wilmington. Okay. Ooh. So that's going to be our experiment station where we're going to actually do more sours and the wild ales. So it's going to be really awesome. That's very, that's very so cool. cool. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. That's awesome. Yeah. So you guys were the first brewery in Georgia to can your beers mm-hmm. and you only can, if I'm correct, right? Yes, we only can. Um, it's just better for your beer. It's better for the environment and you can take cans everywhere mm-hmm. versus bottles. You can't really take bottles usually to the pool or the beach and cans you can. So we've canned from the beginning. We bottle like very few stuff but it's 90% cans. That's super cool because, yeah. I mean, better for the beer in the sense that there's no chance for light pollution, mm-hmm. which is a, a real thing. Yeah. And, like, t- totally. Like, we can't take glasses down to our pool, and so sometimes it's like, well, that beer's going to sit in the fridge a little longer. Yeah. So, very cool. Yeah, exactly. Being a woman in the craft beer industry, like, how has your experience been just across the board and also here at Red Hair? Yeah, um... Honestly, I wasn't sure what to expect when I first kind of got the job. I was a little not nervous about it because I wasn't sure because I did work somewhere where it was primarily women. And then it was nice. It's quite the shift. Um, (laughs) But it's been really great because I do like the people who we work. I work for. They are very open minded. They're very understanding. They're like, whatever you want to do, like, we'll figure it out. Like, So I haven't really, it's been a really great positive working environment. And Red Hair has a lot of women too. So a lot of, you know, our communications coordinator is a woman, our HR lady, our accounting, um, and a lot of our sales team, which is really great because a lot of the face of Red Hair is women, despite the fact that it's owned by two guys. So it's kind of cool that we have a little bit of that nice balance in the company. So, so far, I mean, my experience has been great. And obviously, yeah, they're a little bit... It's a few challenges sometimes, you know, but it hasn't been anything that I'm like, oh, this is is horrible. (laughs) Good. Good. I always love talking to women who work in craft beer Mm -hmm. and and just like my favorite stories are that like, oh, yeah, I'll be at a bar and the bartender will start mansplaining hops to me. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) like. I work for a brewery, you know, like, exactly. <laughs> and it's great too. Cause like sometimes people will come in here and they'll be like, I'm explaining the beer and I will go into detail about all of this stuff. And then they're like, Oh, okay. Like y- <laughs> you know what you're talking about. I'm like, yes, yeah. like I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what is a typical work day for you? Like, Oh, <laughs> um, there is really no typical work day for me being that, um, I do a lot of different stuff. So I run the tap room, but I also run all of the public and the private events that we have here and at the other location. I oversee a lot what happens there too. So um, everything that we kind of got going on here, it's always different. So some days I'm drilling purse hooks in the tables and some days I'm planning all of the public events or working with clients and showing them the space to book a private event. So it's hard to be like, oh, my day is like, half checking emails and half doing this because some days I'm getting my hands dirty and doing actual stuff or other days I'm meeting with clients and figuring out what I want to sell in the merch room. So it's, it's a little all over the place. I love that. Yeah. 
It keeps oh. you. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you go ahead. <laughs> it, it keeps you. It keeps you. Um, interested and excited because every day is different for you. Right. And that's kind of my favorite part about the job is that it's not just one thing. It's always different. And that's kind of what draw me to also towards events and being able to have this job. I have the opportunity to really be creative and offer awesome experiences for people, not just through the beer, but through their actual like environment, just coming to the brewery, whether it's just a Tuesday getting drinks with your coworkers or whether it's a public event that they come to on a weekend. It's nice that I kind of have that opportunity to, to I don't know, impact a little bit more. So I love cool. that. Yeah. What's been um, one of the coolest things to happen like on the job or because of the job here? Uh, coolest things. Um, I'd have to say would be two of public events that I, I got to kind of do. Um, with our SPF Tangerine, we had a huge launch party and I got to really be super creative with that. So we had a Moroccan style theme. Ooh, that's amazing. And we had like uh, fabric draped from the ceiling and we had like candles and, and like little jars all over the place. We had a, a psychic, we had a henna tattoo artist, we had a petting zoo with a camel. So, um, where do you get a camel in Georgia? What the fuck? Right, right. When, when I was like coming up with this idea, I was just like Google searching like petting zoos with camels, and I found like three. So, so there's a market. That's amazing. It was wow. awesome. They came out with like a kangaroo, a camel, a monkey, baby goats, like. The whole nine yards. And people still talk about the fact when that time they came to Red Hair and there was a camel at the brewery. So I know what I'm doing for my birthday next year for sure. <laughs> so it and that, that probably was one of the coolest things ever because people were like, well, um, uh, Claire, communications coordinator, was telling me of she her friend who came in the lift and she was pulling up to the brewery and she just sees all these animals outside and a camel and she's just like, what is going on right now? <laughs> is this supposed to be here? Or yeah. Is this like a 90s comedy starring Tim Allen where somebody escaped from the zoo? Like, Moms, we're about to change your life with this news. Finding a babysitter has never been easier with Atlanta's fastest growing babysitting company called YouSit. YouSit is Atlanta's on-demand babysitting app that connects pre-vetted and background-checked college students to moms in need of sitters. If you need a date night sitter, consistent sitter, or have a last-minute need, YouSit has got you covered with an exclusive offer only for Bitch Beer listeners. By sending the code hashtag BitchBeer to admin at usit.care, you will get your first hour of babysitting for free. Download the app on the Apple Store or Google Play and learn more about YouSit on their website at www.usit.care. Oh my gosh, hilarious. So it was a really animated day, but it was so much fun. And after that, my my boss was like, we need to bring more petting zoos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Valentine's Day, pet a camel. Kissing booth for a camel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always the camel. Yeah, so I think that would probably be one of Happy my favorite. Happy hump day. <laughs> camel. <laughs> Literally. Here's a camel. <laughs> so um, 
I, I've seen your guys' big mural in uh, the Hop City in Midtown, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you guys have like multiple throughout the city. Is there like a designated artist who does that? Or like, because it seems like it's telling the story of the red hair rabbit at the bar, clearly after work, having a drink. It's like very cool. Sure. Um, I think a lot of the murals was with another company that we worked with before, but we actually do have an in-house graphic designer and he does a lot of our art for us. So he does all of our cans. He does most murals. He does just about anything. So, and he's just super talented and he even put his art here for our artist week one time. So it's nice that we have a great staff to kind of do all of that stuff. We're not constantly also going outside of our bubble. Right. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, yeah. So you guys make sodas too, not just beer. Yeah, so we like to really promote our location as a very family-friendly environment, and it's really great that we have those options because we can have um, soda for your kids or, you know, your designated driver, whomever. So we have craft root beer and grapefruit soda, Yummy. and I believe we're going to be – also doing the tangerine soda. I'm not 100% sure, but I really kind of hope so because it's so good in the beer that I'm like, please just have the soda too. (laughs) Because I love the grapefruit soda. So what would you say for someone who's like used to drinking like Coors Light, Michelob Ultra, Budweiser, what's like a good like transition beer here at like Red Hair? Um, I would always say, yeah, either our long day lager or Gem City Classic. Our Gem City Classic is a light lager. So I always tell people it's kind of a better version of a Bud Light. Nice. So when people come here and they're like, I drink Bud Lights and Miller Lights, I'm like, you're going to like Gem City. That's 90% of the time they're like, I love this. This is delicious. So that one or long day lager um, typically would be our transition ones. And often people who don't even like beer. I I send them with one of the 50-50s because it's a little bit more fruit forward. It's sweeter, but it's really refreshing. So often people who don't even like beer still really love both the grapefruit and the tangerine 50-50. So that's very cool. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to do the the more fun ones? Yeah. (laughs) We've got some fun. We call them rapid fire questions, but some of them aren't rapid fire, but it's okay. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Rapid fire sounds more interesting. It is. Okay, um, how old were you when you had your first beer, and what was it? Ooh, uh, <laughs> I was oh, probably like 17 or 18, and I'm pretty sure it was like a Corona light. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was not a good beer. Like, it was just kind of something like that, um, and it was like in my dad's fridge, and I just was like, oh, I'm going to try that. I'm cool. Like, and then it was like, mm, not that crazy about it. <laughs> So what advice would you give your younger self, either like when you started here or when you were starting to plan events and fundraisers and things? Um, I'd say it's always good to be patient and organized. Those are the two things that I always find help me not lose my mind is I always like to prepare for everything. And before this, I used to do weddings. So... (sighs) Nice. After after working in a little of the wedding industry, I was like, okay, <laughs> I really got to also just make sure I'm cool, calm, and collected for anything because you never know what's going to get thrown at you. And even, you know, our launch party, there was a million different factors going on. And um, I managed to kind of still handle everything and still be cool. So I'd always say it's great to be organized and it's great to be patient and just 
relax because it's not worth also really freaking out over any little thing because then it freaks everyone else out and then everyone's freaked out and then your whole experience is ruined. So, (laughs) and I mean, I know when I first started, there were moments where I was like, I'm going to pull my hair out. And after a while I was like, no, I I figured it out. I kind of like found my secret formula when it comes to handling all these things, which is taking time, but I love it. So that's awesome. Very cool answer. Thank you. <laughs> oh shit! I already asked this question. Dang That's okay. It. I knew I was. I knew it was familiar. Anyways, <laughs> um, it, all right. So this next, I'll go to the next one. Yeah. Um, if you could have a beer with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what do you think they would drink? Ooh. Ah, uh, I don't know. Um, I would probably say I would like to have a beer with my grandfather. Um, my mom is adopted, and she recently kind of found her family. Wow. And wow. I think I hear a lot from what her dad was like, and I always, sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just like that. I do that same thing, or I like that same stuff. So I think it would have been really cool to have met him. That's awesome. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's a, had a very complicated family <laughs> history, mm-hmm. but... It's cool that she is able to find her family. That's awesome. Which is awesome, yeah. That's really sweet. You're going to make yeah. me cry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what? what? <laughs> Sorry. <That's> really sweet. <laughs> um, what advice would you give to a lady who is just getting into beer? Um, like drinking beer or working in beer industry? Either. Either. Drinking beer, I would say, like, go to the grocery store and, like, build your own six-pack. Like... I used to do that a lot with, because I started doing that because I have family. My family is Brazilian, and everyone lives in Brazil. So whenever they come to visit, my favorite thing to do, my uncle loves to do, is he goes to the grocery store, and he does the build his own six-pack. And so he would do that, and we would always try a little bit of it. And then that kind of helped open my eyes to a lot of different craft beer styles and, and what I liked and what I didn't like. So that's kind of what I'd be to start, is just kind of, see what looks good and and get something that you know you like and then get some other stuff that you maybe put a little out of your comfort zone so that that way you kind of have like a safety but you also try a little different stuff um working in the beer industry I say kind of stand your ground um be confident and kind of make your point like if you think something is right then like here are the points why I think this is right this is why we should be doing x y and z and like stand your ground on it Because I think sometimes a lot of that stuff gets overlooked because people don't feel that confidence behind it. Yeah. So, and that's just in my experience has been what helps me. Because I'm like, hey, we need to be doing X, Y, and Z, and this is why we need to be doing it. And then they'll be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, but if I didn't have kind of that confidence behind it, I don't know (laughs) that they would be like, "Ah, I don't know. (laughs) That's awesome advice. Just in general, too. That's really great. Thank you. You said... um, Building the six-pack help you figure out uh, what styles of beer you like. So it made me think, what is your favorite style of beer or styles? Ooh, okay. So um, I typically like IPAs. Um, that's always been kind of my go-to. I've recently started to get into sours. Mm-hmm. I used to really not like sours at all. And then um, I really love the Three Tower, or Three Taverns Sour Asylum series, yep. the Lord oh Grey and the Rapturous. We are freaking out about Lord Grey. Right yeah, now. I have some in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> we actually went this past weekend um, as part of my little birthday outing or whatever, and it was awesome to just go. And they also have an amazing stout that um, 
I'm not really into stouts. And that one, I was like, I could drink this all day. It tastes like a coffee milkshake. Like, Yum. <laughs> it was delicious. So that's kind of where I'm at. It's hard to be like, I only like to drink this because recently I've been all over the place. Yeah. Trying all kinds of stuff. It's so. a good time to be all over the place with beer because there's so many amazing different styles and oh, different yeah. breweries out there. So, oh, awesome. yeah. Especially with so many new ones opening up. I'm always curious to try all the different ones. Like I have yet to go to Variant, but I've heard also that their beer is delicious. So I'm nice. like like itching to go over there and try some of their like sours, which my friend says they're amazing. So it's just, I'm a little, I'm a little all over the place. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite guilty pleasure TV shows? <laughs> okay. This is, don't judge me. Um, One Tree Hill. <laughs> oh, nice. First time we've gotten that answer. That's yeah. Awesome. It's, it's kind of like my Oh, God, it's so bad. Because it's just so, it's like the total soap opera, yeah. yeah, in a sense. And so I love to just sit at home and watch it. And it's just, like, so dramatic for no reason. <laughs> and my boyfriend gets so mad. He's like, seriously? You don't want to watch anything else. I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, I so. can't judge you. I love, like, Southern Charm, Real Housewives. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Chad Michael Murray. I, I, I'd watch that show alone for him. Like, he is so beautiful. cute. Did you, did you see Cinderella's story with Hillary Duff? Yeah, of out? course. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh, he was so cute that? in that. I know. Hillary Duff so was precious. so cute. Oh, yeah, right? She's like a grown-up now, which is also weird. weird and she's like married. And, and also, cheers to Hillary Duff for not becoming a trash monster like, yeah. like other right? like child stars. So. Yeah, exactly. Disney didn't get her. <laughs> Disney didn't get her. <laughs> Um, and what color do you think you look best in? Um, I'd say teal. Ooh, I can see that. I get really nice uh, tan in the summer, and that really brings out my my skin glow. Nice. That Brazilian glow. Yes. Gorgeous. <laughs> that that white women long for. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I, I always say I don't tan I burn and then I get more freckles that just come together and create a different skin tone that's my tan I'll try to get like a spray tan or one time I did those like wipes like the self tanning wipes uh-huh. and I just looked like a like a dumb zebra for like a couple of days. It was awful. Did you have Cheeto hands when you used the wipes too? Cheeto hands. Okay, pro tip. If you wash your hands with toothpaste afterwards, it comes like right off your hand. Really? Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. I've always been nervous to try any of that stuff because I was like, I don't know what this is going to look like. Am I going to be orange? Am I going to be burnt Burnt orange? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I could have gone like straight to a University of Tennessee football game, like right after <laughs> applying it. It was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I, it, um, 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 one one year I, I tried it in like a spray bottle, and my I didn't put anything down on the floor in my dorm, which was tile, right? So then I was standing, you know, spraying, stepped all over the stuff that fell on no. the floor, went to dance class, and everybody was like, why are the bottoms of your feet orange? And I was like, don't look at me. None of you look at me. Look away. Never did it again. I threw the bottle away that day. Oh, no. Well, oh, gosh, we did a play. Well, she's the play is actually still ongoing at the coming Playhouse, but we did a play mm-hmm. together last year, and I had to do... Um, my costumes were all like short skirts and everything, and my legs were like see-through white. I was haunting the theater, so I had to go slide out for you after the show. But like I, they had this like I saw this like Sally Henson or 
whatever Johansson, the makeup stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm it's sorry, like Johansson's mom. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like this spray, like leg makeup. I was like, perfect. There's people like me, and I sprayed it. It got over everything. No. It, smelled, it smelled like Long John Silver's, which I've never been to yes. since I was a child. But the whole dressing room smelled like Long John Silver's. We're like, we know Caroline's spraying <laughs> again. <laughs> it was so terrible. <laughs> This isn't a tanning podcast. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any more questions? <laughs> no, I I think I asked all of my questions. I I mean, this has been a great interview. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have any questions for us? Oh. Turn the tables? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me oh. your most embarrassing moment. Go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know that I have any questions or anything. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for letting us come out and interview you. Thank you you for coming out. I appreciate it. It's been great. Yay. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Head over to at Red Hair Brewing to let them know what you thought. Once again, you could attend the seventh anniversary party of a brewery that's making some of our favorite beers in the city. You're not going to want to miss it. Head over to our Instagram now. We'll be back in two weeks with another lady in beer, and we hope you'll join us. Cheers. Cheers!